0: <laughs> Hi! Happy New Year! Yes, I said New Year. <laughs> oh no, is there a delay with you?
1: I don't think so. Oh. Let me. Matrixy. No, there's no delay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Happy New Year!
0: <laughs> happy New Year. Happy. Well, my nephew, who's now 26, used to say when he was like three. Happy nude year. <laughs> if it's going well. I mean, if it's going to, yeah, if it's going well, it's going to be a nude year. Um, but yeah, he had a problem with his adenoids and his tonsils. And so the, it was adorable. So now Jennifer and I, everybody knows Jennifer, uh, we say when we wish each other Happy New Year's, Happy Nude Year. And like I said, Jared's 26 by now. So he's real tired of the story. <laughs> but anyway, Happy New Year. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Happy New Year! Thank you, thank you. Happy New Year to you. Um, I'm 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 really good. I'm very excited for this episode. We have a very special guest um, that's joining us tonight, and uh, guys, you know who she is, or you're at least familiar with her. So um, we're gonna get to the intro of our guest here in just a minute. Uh, we want to go over our EVPs. Uh, Laura, why did you talk to everybody about the next
1: pre-sale? So we are going to be doing a, another merch pre-sale, uh, starting in mid-January through mid-March. Uh, we haven't nailed down exactly what it's going to contain, but you know, the usual suspects, hoodies, t-shirts, probably some sweatpants. Yeah, those like are that. popular. Those were really popular.
0: And then when everybody got them, they were like, oh, these are so comfortable. Oh my God.
1: So... Sweatpants yeah, will be a back thing. Back by popular demand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I would like to ask you guys to maybe come over to Team Carrie and order some fucking colors.
1: Uh everybody <laughs> ordered black. Lord, I got this huge black is debate. slimming. <laughs> and also looks good. So what are you gonna do?
0: A thousand percent. But if you own pets, then it's like everybody sees all the pet hair. Um so come over to me on the color side. Um, Buy a lint roller and wear black.
1: <laughs> be a winner. I have a lint roller in my car.
0: <laughs> Laura's like, for every three black items you purchase, I will send you a free lint roller. Right. Um, we <laughs> might,
1: I will. I mean, That's we be might be able to. Sometimes I'll send you a lint roller.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to do that. We'll have to figure out the logistics. But um, colors are are wonderful and fun, too. So come on, guys. Like, literally, it was embarrassing the loss between Team Laura and Team Carrie. <laughs> is really awful. Um if you have ideas of things that you would like to see in the pre-sale, message us at hoah podcast at gmail And um our vendor is really, really cool. They're really willy really, really willy. Nope. Mm-hmm. And we're off to the races. Our guest is sitting in the green room listening to all of this. And <laughs> so um You'll see why that's funny in a minute. Uh, the next thing that we wanted to uh, tell you guys and remind you is that we are going to be at the Mansfield Parasycon at the Ohio State Reformatory. And that is in May of 2023. That is one of the most haunted locations. In the world, uh, for those of you who are huge movie buffs, it is where the Shawshank Redemption was filmed. So, um, Super Haunted Penitentiary, they've got a lot of amazing guests and celebrities that are going to be there, including our dear friend Andrea Perrin, uh, vendors and food trucks, and oh my god, there, it's it's a huge Paracon. We're very, very honored to be um attending it as vendors ourselves. Laura has come up with brilliant, brilliant things that we're going to do at our vendor table. So come on out and see us. It is um, the third weekend in May. The numbers and those dates escape me. Uh, but we are going to be there all weekend long. Um, the Mansfield Paris Sci-Con. You can go ahead and book your tickets at their website right now. And we hope to see you there. We... Um, laura's laura's plan for our vendor booth is brilliant and i love it and um we're really excited to to meet all of you so come on out and see us um, and we oh, need and- you guys
1: to come visit us at the booth because it requires audience participation it does kind of. yes. yes kind of yes, yes. um It'll if, be you're,
0: fun, I if you're willing, it's not a dunk tank. It's not anything crazy. Wait, no, no,
1: no. It's not bad. It's awesome.
0: We're going to open a Dybbuk box and see what happens to you. Um,
1: <laughs> just touch this. It'll be fine. Everything It'll be
0: fine. be fine. I mean, just to forget whatever happened to Post Malone. Um, so guys, to that end, we're going to jump right into the episode and our special guest this week. Now, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast since its inception, three over three years ago, uh, even back when Archie and I um, were doing the podcast, and then also with Laura, there were a number of times where we would screw up words. And um, one of our listeners, who happens to be a very, very, very dear dear friend of ours um listens to every episode she is one of our writer dies we love her so much but she's a teacher um she is a, a, a i love her very much but she would reach out to us after an episode and be like, yeah, that's not how you say that word. That's not how you say this word. Um, so it, it, it became a, a running joke on the show. Um, her name is Erin. And we'd mess up a word. And we'd be like, Erin, write that down. Like, you need to teach us how to properly say this English word. Um, <laughs> like the or. Supposedly or, you know, I would never actually never say that. I hate that. Um, but basically. English words. Um, so you would often hear us say a word and we would know we would screw it up. Um, and we would say, Aaron, write that down. Ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time in three years, I am very, very excited to finally introduce all of you to the girl that was supposed to write it all down i don't know if she did um but i do know that she listened to us in the shower and that's a fact uh ladies and gentlemen please welcome our very dear friend erin k bailey (laughs) (laughs) look i'm real she's real i we did not make her up um welcome to the show hi
2: Thanks, dude. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And as you mentioned, you guys have been an absolute light in my life. You've been doing this podcast. And even though I obviously make it weird because I listen to you while I'm nude and bathing. (laughs) uh,
1: You're not the only one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you how much I've appreciated um, all the things I've learned from you guys. Also, you like I said, you've been such a light in the storm of the last three years. And, um, you know, us being so far apart, it's just yeah. been a wonderful way yeah. to participate in your life and feel close to you guys. And Laura, you are the biggest bonus friend. Like, I can't believe <laughs> I get married, much less I get you out of the deal. Like Right?
1: Well, is- I feel the exact same way yeah, I'm like, here, let's I'm gonna cover her up and we can just talk. <laughs> so Laura
0: and Aaron bonded over their love of records. and the minute I told both of them, I'm like, oh okay, Laura has this collection and Aaron has this collection. And they were like, Carrie, get out of the way. And then just kind of gravitated to each other, um, which is completely fine. I love I love both of them. um. And so, well, maybe
2: you should get maybe you should get some records, and then you can hang out in
1: the Cool Kids
0: Club. I mean, I have five, but really, they're my sons. He's the one that started collecting <laughs> records. But... All
1: right, Koi can come in. Okay, hey, yeah. Koi, get in here
0: Um <laughs> dude, if he walks in, he's gonna be like, "What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell?" Anyway, sorry. Go on. Keep talking no, about how I amazing did... we are. Yeah,
2: I just wanted to say that I love you guys so much, and like. Like, I know it's your podcast and your passion, but I wanted to make sure you guys knew that it reaches bigger. Uh, that's not words. See, I talked so much shit <laughs> before I came on that I screwed myself. Okay. Uh-huh. It, uh, your impact is much bigger than I think you might imagine. So,
0: I, yeah, I would have to agree. And you are definitely somebody that, um, make sure we're aware of that because, um, you are a very successful, very famous breakbeat DJ. And there are a number of people that in your shows have come up to you and you have struck up conversations with them and they have mentioned to you asking if you know about our podcast and then I get a call at like five o'clock in the morning from Erin, and she's like, you need to listen to, it. you need to hear this story. And I'm like, okay, tell me this story. And then, so then I wait for Laura to get up because it's useless calling her and she's like, her phone's off. She's not going to answer it, um, to tell Laura the story. So you're you're right and yeah. you're the one that 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 shows us that and still floors us every single time that happens to you
2: yeah apparently, apparently people that like to go to sketchy underground raves also like paranormal podcasts
0: <laughs> those are our people right. mm-hmm. yeah those that's it's our tribe
2: inter, it's the intersection it's a venn diagram you know what i saying? That's right yeah
1: diagram. yeah and, <laughs> we got lots of overlap there <laughs>
0: telling you what that's our tribe that is absolutely our tribe and we love you and we thank you actually i have talked about it on some tiktoks and on the show and those people that you've spoken to have reached out to me and they're like that was me <laughs>
2: oh my god how cute is that
1: well, that's so cute
2: yeah that's the stuff yeah. that reminds me that our communities are really not that i mean they're big in the sense of the numbers but like our right Connections
1: are so interwoven, yeah, you know? For sure. Yeah. For sure. It, it really is oh, a small yeah. world when you start getting out there, right? And when you meet a lot of people, as we do, and I'm sure you do, you know, you kind of cross paths with a lot of people, and you yeah. be surprised, you'll meet, you'll be ro- one like running into people you know from, you know, Seattle and London, or whatever, you know what I mean? Just random stuff, like yeah. you're gonna meet in random situations, then they know, like your cousin. I don't know. I always have weird stuff like that happen to me all the time. I'm like, how? Yeah. Did this- <laughs> and I don't
0: believe in coincidences, so I think that all of these interactions were just meant to these paths that we're on. Even if it's temporary, like a vacation or whatever, like those paths are meant to collide. I think that's. I. It's one of my favorite things about life, really.
2: Yeah, well, it's a little early in the podcast to get this metaphysical. However, um,
0: hold on, let me get my I, crystals. Hang on.
2: I, I, as an agnostic person, uh, um, cool. I'm quite happy to announce that I have no fucking idea what's going on. However, um, one of the things that I have heard that seems, you know, as plausible as anything else is that. We are energies that just keep um, connecting with each other, like whether it is your friend or your mom or maybe a teacher one time or somebody in your life that keep coming back to connect with these air quotes energies or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even though I have absolutely no empirical evidence for that, it makes me feel, you know, sort of good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So I'll take it, you know. Right?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There are people that there are people that I have met um, throughout my life that I've thought you're weird, and I'm going to avoid you. But I've always remembered that one like weird person that just gave me vibes that I was like, no, thank you. But we're meant to interact or intersect rather with them. So. Um yeah. you and I were meant to run into each other um through Cameron and um here we are almost twenty oh my years God, did you just later him a shout out. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I actually don't edit. know if he listens Cherry. to the podcast, edit. but that's Cherry, edit
2: that out carry <laughs> write that down
0: carry write that down all right let me let's see what time are we at okay i got it all right, let's
2: see.
0: <laughs> edit <laughs> i'm leading that in
2: though
0: <laughs> um okay so You are here, my love, for a really specific and very wonderful reason. Um, We have actually talked about having you on the show for the last, what, two years?
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's been a minute that we've been talking about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, Because we were talking about it actually when Archie was still on the show and that he left a year and a half ago. So um, we made her quit her job. And then yeah, she had time, yeah, then she had time to be on the show. So, um, why don't you, darling, tell us? Hold on, let me find it. What we are going to be talking about today. This is your idea. This topic yeah. was entirely your idea. Um, so, let's just get right into it. Um, here we go.
2: First of all, isn't Madame Pele the most badass name?
0: <laughs> it really is.
2: Like, she's such a
0: badass. Okay. It really is. It really um, kind of repairs the damage that Madame LaLaurie caused when with her no, bunch no, of bullshit. Because,
2: because Madame is sort of like, like, she demands to be respected. Like, feel however you want to feel about her, but... Yeah. She's a powerhouse. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I think um, you're going to tell us why she's such a powerhouse.
2: Yes. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, as we mentioned, I'm EKB. I'm an artist, DJ, and agent. And I was born and raised in Hawaii. I also went to a school for Native Hawaiian children from kindergarten to the 12th grade. So, I was you know, um, deeply indoctrinated on, um, the myths, folklore, religion, language of the culture that I come from.
0: Right. <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. Also, um, it was such a privilege to be able to attend that school that it was, um, really drilled into us that we needed to know about our own background and our own culture and we needed sure. to be part of. Of the um, continuing telling of these stories, okay. so so that's why you know every kid in Hawaii has like some sort of understanding of this story. But like for me personally, it was yeah. a big, big, big part of my life. Not just this story, but you know the story of all of the sure. Hawaiian mythology. Yeah. Okay, so I put together a bunch of stuff. I hope at least some of it is interesting. So, cause it's my first podcast and I don't
1: know what the hell I'm doing. So. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's our like many hundredth and we still don't know what we're doing.
0: So. Yeah, no. Yeah. We actually <laughs> got a review the other day that was like, they don't know what they're doing. Um, and I'm like, yeah, we're 160 and that sounds about right. But
1: also
2: <laughs>
1: like, who knows what they're doing? You know? Right. And I'm not anybody so does. overrated. You'd you can't have good stories that start with, I knew what I was doing.
2: <laughs> well put,
1: a thousand percent Laura. yes absolutely
2: okay so i'm gonna refer to my notes while we do this um but as i have learned because i am an hoh old schooler i have to tell you what my references are first yes please so <laughs> i got this information from wikipedia hawaii.com the New York Times, which interestingly did a big article about Pele a couple of years ago. I can see Something that. I can see that. Uh, Bishopmuseum.com mm-hmm. and also um, the Hawaiian Dictionary that was written by Mary Pukui. But
0: Oh my gosh, she's bringing me. us a Hawaiian Dictionary of words. Great.
2: <laughs> well, because I wanted, uh, I, I'll get into that. One thing at a time. Karen.
0: Okay. Okay
2: okay so i want to start this story by telling you guys a little bit about the hawaiian language because language and i I don't want to use the word mythology because it kind of like it it has like this feeling of sort of minimizing it
0: a Um, negative connotation yeah
2: Right, but what I but like you know saying the Hawaiian religion doesn't seem quite right either because Hawaiians had a very different relationship with religion, so it's like okay. So the best way that I can think about it is like you know how they talk about the the Greek pantheon of mm-hmm. gods. So there's a Hawaiian pantheon.
0: Oh, cool. Okay.
2: You know what I mean, and so um, I don't know what the right word is, but the the thing about Hawaiians is that everything is related to everything. So your language is related to who you are, is related to who your culture is, is related to your respect for the land, is related to your religious connection with your culture, is related to every single thing. Right? Okay. They're very um they're very in tune, much like the Native American culture, with Being in a place and being of the place and not just in a place. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Does that make sense? It does. It does.
2: So um, I think it's also important to point out that there was no written Hawaiian language until the missionaries came. And um, when the missionaries came, they developed a written language because they wanted to print the Bible in Hawaiian so that they could convert. The Hawaiian people to Christianity so that is whoa the history of the Hawaiian language when, well, when was that
0: uh, uh,
2: I want to say like early 1800s but don't quote me on that
0: okay okay that's interesting though
2: yeah so because um Well, also, fun fact, this was not in my notes, but this is actually true. Did you know that in the 1800s, Hawaii had the highest percentage of liter... liter uh, Ah, crap. Highest percentage of literacy.
0: Really? Of
2: any country in the world. Really? Because the missionaries were teaching everybody to read so that they could read the Hawaiian Bible.
0: Wow, all right.
2: Bananas, right?
0: That is, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. Colonialism, man. I'll tell you. It's a hell of a drug, I'm
0: telling you. <laughs> right, good and uh, bad. You could OD on that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... In the Hawaiian alphabet, which is called pi'a pa... pa, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, there are... Not as many letters as you would expect, like being from like an English speaking background. Sure. So what you have is the five vowels, which are the same as Spanish or English, A, E, I, O, U. Sure. And then you have H, K, L, M, N, P, W, which is often pronounced like a V, but not always.
0: Okay. So like in Hawaii, like Hawaii.
2: Right, but there's also a town in Hawaii called Waipahu that starts with a W, but it's a different W sound.
0: Okay. All right. right? So it's like then, then, uh, and then in there's English.
2: There's also two other important aspects to the Hawaiian language, which is the okina and the kahakō. So an okina is what is in the language world called a glottal stop. Which is um, if you have two vowels next to each other and they're meant to be pronounced separately. Um, for example, the pokey kind of lava is called a'a, and okay. that is written a okina, which looks like a backwards apostrophe. Okay. A. Okay. So the glottal stop, and like Hawaiians considered that a letter.
0: Oh, the, so the so actual like. The Punctuation. Punctuation. Okay.
2: Right, but then there's this other thing called a kahako, which looks like a line over a vowel. Right, and that is to um, accentuate that. So, for example, um, um, if you had a word like I'm trying to think of one right now, oopu, um, which is a type of fish. Um, If there was a line over the U at the end of that word, it'd be O-O-POO. So it's like more... The
0: emphasis emphasis. is on. Okay. Okay.
2: The emphasis is on the syllable. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Teacher jokes. Right.
0: (laughs) Decades, guys. It's hard to let it go.
2: That's important because like that is what you're looking at when you look at Hawaiian words, right?
0: All right. Let's hope I can remember Um, that when I come to mind.
2: So here's the other thing that I really wanted to say about why pronunciation matters in Hawaiian is because the words and intention change completely if you say them the wrong way. Oh, okay. So it's not just like a bad accent, You know what I mean? Like somebody speaking French poorly, like you're actually going to communicate what you're trying to communicate. Okay. Because if you pronounce it differently, it means something completely different.
0: Wow, that's interesting. That's makes it even more difficult, right? Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) oh, crap.
2: Oh wait, but there's more. So to complicate the Hawaiian language even further, they never say what they mean, ever. Not one time. Like, for example, like if you were to say somebody was a pain in the ass, it would not literally translate to that guy's a pain in the ass. It'd be like, that coconut rolls far from the tree. <laughs> so they talk in like, they talk in like idioms and- Sure. Um, it's basically poetry. You know what I mean? Like the Hawaiian mm-hmm. okay. to, like, language is, I don't know. It's hard to explain.
0: Um, You're doing a great job though. You're really doing a great job.
2: When listen to people who are native Hawaiian speakers, like it sounds like
0: poetry.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I
0: suppose yeah. that's true. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Because it just comes so easy to them, it like just flows very.
2: Like remember, I was talking to you guys about like how Hawaiians don't exist in a place; they are of the place. Right. The language isn't. It's not a language. It's it's them. It's a pure. um, There's just a sense of completeness that's built into the Hawaiian identity that spills over into language, into religion, into their relationship with the land, into how they treat their friends and family. And like,
0: That's beautiful, really.
2: I know, right? Yeah. I feel so, 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 so lucky to be a part of this culture. Like it has sustained me in ways that like, would take like 14 more podcasts to tell you about. But anyway, I digress. Okay. So another reason why it's super important to pronounce Hawaiian words correctly is because we are the, um, (sighs) we were colonialized and raped and pillaged and given syphilis and given smallpox and given measles and our language basically almost died.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I was very lucky. So I was born in 1976 right in the middle of what was called the Hawaiian Renaissance. So there was a renewed interest in Hawaiian people to regain their language that was almost gone. Yeah. To regain their dance, to regain their traditions, to regain their pride. Um, So growing up as a kid of that time, you know, with Hawaiian music on the radio and my schooling and everything, like... Yeah. um, Yeah. It, it was really demonstrated that this was something that was so, so precious. And that if we didn't take care of it, if we didn't nurture it, it would be gone.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. So that's another reason why language matters. Not yeah. to put any pressure on you guys. You're trying your best. <laughs> but like, but I just thought that was like important, to, important to say.
0: Absolutely. I'm glad that 100%. you did. 100%.
2: 100%. Yeah. Okay. So one final note about pronunciation. The other reason that I'm so uptight about it is because we had this thing at Kamehameha schools where I attended, like I said, from kindergarten through 12th grade, school for Native Hawaiian children, very prestigious. Um, one of the, I mean, I would not be the person I am today had I not attended that school. But we have a thing in high school that's called Song Contest, and it is statewide televised it's such a big freaking deal and each class competes um in four part harmony singing hawaiian songs and they actually take us out of class early for like 4 months of the year to practice
0: Oh my god! I would love that.
2: <laughs> oh, it was great. Like I mean, it's it's a, it's part of my deep love for music. You know what I mean? And yeah. it obviously yeah. helped me learn about song structure and like trained my ear and like a million other things that I use every day. You know. But there would always be a very stern, very serious, very handsome Hawaiian man <laughs> at the front of us, being like, "You kids." Better fucking get your shit together. You <laughs> need to take this seriously. <laughs> like this is your culture. What would your ancestors think? You know, because we were all teenagers. You know. What
0: sure. I mean? yeah, this yeah. kind you of been like around. You know, and...
2: like doing whatever we're doing. But like they, they would look at us and be like, "No, you will take this seriously, and we will sit in this room until you get it right."
0: Wow do you have like names and numbers of these handsome Hawaiian men that are sort of
1: (laughs) that are kind of dominant (laughs) dominant kind of yeah
2: that's a lot to unpack Carrie we're going to have to circle back on that one
0: (laughs) is Jason Momoa maybe one of them or The Rock
2: I'm going to fill my glass BRB okay (laughs) okay so, that concludes my speech about why Hawaiian language is important.
0: <laughs> Great. No pressure at all with my parts.
2: No, and I and think like, here's the thing about Hawaiian people. Hawaiian people do not care if you get everything perfect all the time. They care that you want to.
1: Oh, okay. That's cool. Um,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, th-
1: yeah. I think, that's true. I think that's, true. that's true. That holds true to that anybody if you're sincere, sincerely trying. Sincere. To respect the culture, respect and some people usually will. Except the French, they just don't <laughs> want not you true. to. That's true. They were super nice to you, fucking <laughs> asshole. And all you learn from that is bonsoir,
0: bonsoir. And I said <laughs> but you so used it so great, all the like time. A fucking champ. I still use it when Laura and I hang up. I'm like, all right, bonsoir, but. When you would speak Spanish to them, or Spanish, you didn't do that.
1: French. Well, that would have been fucking impressive. (laughs) You're like, I don't know why they hate us, Gary.
0: (laughs) I don't know why your orders wrong all the time. When you would speak French to them, they would immediately answer you in English. Like it's okay. I
1: can tell that I'm not a native because my French is terrible. But I mean, I can get my point across. They understand me. But they also if they know english they will switch because a big reason is because i tried in french people always say they go to france and they have a hard time because people don't speak english i'm like yes they do but if you don't make an attempt right you talk to them in their own language and be polite and just start going off to somebody and English, then why would they take the time to help you? Like it's like if somebody walked up to you on the street and started yelling at you in Croatian, like you don't know what the <laughs> fuck is happening. <laughs> so, God, you're just gonna yeah. walk away, you know? Like, um,
0: that's true. Laura, yeah,
2: that's do you true. know? Do you know that there's a Steve Martin comedy bit that is one of my favorite things ever? I had it. I had his comedy album when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and he's like, "So I went to France." Oh God. Did you guys know, get this, chapeau means hat. Oof means egg. It's like those French have a different word for everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true, though. It's <laughs> There's a TikTok oh, yeah. that I love that is a guy that is... Personifying languages, so in like one of his TikToks, he's French, He's the French language, and then talking to the English language, and the French language is like, okay, so the word is then, and English is like yes, except if you're talking about this, then it's the then, and French is like, but why? It's spelled the same, (laughs) and he's like, "No, it's you change one letter." And French is like, "But why?" And English is like, "We just think it's fun." And I'm like, "Wow, that's true. All right,
2: (laughs) it's." I'm just happy that I'm a native English speaker because that shit is a bitch to learn.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: ridiculous. Very true. Okay. Okay. So now. We are going to talk about Pele's background.
0: Okay, cool. So,
2: her full name is Pele Honu Amea, which means she who shapes the land. Love it. Badass. Like, I'm telling you, like, ever since I was a kid, I was like, this lady is rad. And I not even get to the part about how she misbehaves. Like, that's my favorite part of her. But anyway, so she is the, like, the fire goddess. So so um, ugh, we're going to have to do a little bit of uh, sociology right now. So nobody really, really knows. But from our best guess, um, Hawaiians came from Tahiti. Okay. That's our best guess. Like... There's some dodgy science or whatever, but all of the Polynesian languages, so Hawaiian, Micronesian, Tongan, Samoan, Tahiti, I'm forgetting, the Solomon Islands, like all of those languages are rooted in the same structure.
0: Okay, Tahitian structure.
2: Right, but like yeah. in Tahitian, they have T's, like there's no T in Hawaiian, but like a lot of the words are similar. And so um, so the mythology says that Pele left Tahiti, so it kind of supports the, sure. like the, the, not colloquial, but like the, um, the spoken history kind of connects with some of the science, but not
0: all of it. Okay, cool.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, But the Hawaiians were also master, or not Hawaiians, but the Polynesian people were master navigators by stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, and get this shit. Okay, I'm going to get sidetracked. But this is way too cool to not mention. Get this shit. So when the Hawaiians set off to... Like, across, like, the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Like, Hawaii has nothing around it for 2,700 miles in any direction.
0: Really? Wow, okay.
2: It's one, of the, it's one of the most isolated land masses on Earth.
0: I had no idea.
2: I know! So, but here's the crazy thing, is that Hawaiian navigators didn't set off to go somewhere. They set out to pull it to them. Really? Really? You know, so what, it, it wasn't about chasing something. It was about using all of your tools and just bringing it to where to
0: you, you bringing it to you. And
2: that's see what I mean about them not like caring about like identity or place or timelines like they just exist. Well, not they we exist in just a different headspace.
0: Right. Yeah, it's actually kind right. of a beautiful headspace too. To be in, because I think that a lot of us, especially like today and the way we were raised, is just sort of like, what's the next thing we have to do? I know that uh, me personally, I spend a lot of time thinking about the next thing. I'm very rarely living in the moment. I have to be very present and remind myself. And it's always just like, what's next? Until we die, like everything is like get a house pay the bills do that get married have children blah 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 raise the kids be a grandma and then you're dead like that's just sort of like goal 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 as opposed to yeah. just living in the moment where you are and appreciating
2: well i mean, it's, appreciating rooted it. grat- it's rooted in gratitude it's rooted in gratitude it's like like it's rooted in like how lucky am i to be here in yeah. my magic meat skeleton
0: Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, yeah.
2: Like none of this makes any sense at all. Like like, let's just be real. True. Like consciousness makes no sense. None. Like whatsoever. But like the Hawaiians didn't care. Like they they just they just were connected to their personal like what am I trying to say? They were connected to their experience in yeah. such a grounded way and with yeah. such a broad perspective of understanding how things are in- interconnected, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's impressive.
2: Yeah. All right. So I don't want to be on your podcast for 85 hours, so I'm going to tell you about Peli. Lies. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, so ancient legends of Pele are wrought with fierce feuds and jealous outbursts.
0: I can relate. Go on.
2: One story tells <laughs> of how That's Pele. That's Carrie's right? morning. Sorry. Um yeah, right. Shut <laughs> okay. up. One story tells of how Pele, who is one of the daughters and seven sons born to Haumea, which is like our mother goddess. Okay. You know what I mean? Um earth goddess, I guess you could say, kind of, you know? So one story tells of how Pele, one of the six daughters and seven sons born to Haumea and Kane, who is like the head god guy, like-, like kind of an Paul Apollo figure. President? Yes, exactly, Laurel, well played, yes. Um, so uh, one of six daughters and seven, bo- seven sons born to Haumea and Kane, Creator of the sky, earth, and the heavens, right? Very Zeus like.
0: Very Zeus, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Came to
2: Hawaii after, no, check this shit out. Came to Hawaii after being exiled from Tahiti by her father because of her temper.
0: Keep going. I like this, I this love this woman. I'm like, go on.
2: Yeah, she fought with her elder sister. Nama Kau Kaha'i, the water goddess.
0: Please don't ask me to say that. Nama (laughs) Kau Kaha'i. Nama (laughs) Kau
2: Kaha'i. Okay. You're doing great. Whose husband Pele had
0: seduced. Ooh. I'm not going to say that I've done that, but... You know, about most little,
2: most little of half. the lovers, most of the lovers that Pele took were not lucky enough to escape with their lives.
1: Mm. <laughs> so she's like the praying mantis of. She's like with a <laughs> black widow, or what is?
2: So So Pele's oldest brother, Kamo Hoalii,
0: Kamo the king of Hoali. the chest, Okay, of the what?
2: Kamo. Hoa
0: Lii. Lii, okay. The
2: king of the sharks gave her a canoe that she and several of her siblings paddled across the sea, all the while battling with her sister, Nama Kaukahai, the water goddess. So basically, they were escaping Tahiti because she fucked all the shit up, right? Her brother (laughs) gave her a canoe. Her brother gave her a canoe and was like, get the fuck out of here, right? It's <laughs> a water goddess. Her sister is like, fuck you, you're gonna get like tidal waves and
0: oh my like, god. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. okay. So Pele first landed on the island of Kauai. Um, but every time she thrust her o, which is oh okina okay it's a digging, it's a farming implement. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a digging stick, but it's like, also like, cause I told you Hawaiians like are so like, pfft, it's like, it's not just a digging stick. It's about
0: creation. It's about sure. tilling the earth kind of but, yeah. it's
2: Not just a digging stick. Right. Okay. So, um, but every time she thrust her uh-oh into the earth to dig a pit for her home, Nama Kau would flood the pits. Oh, okay a sister whose husband she joined a bang, right? (laughs) Pele moved down the chain of islands in order of their geological formation, eventually landing on the big island where she resides today. So that's the island of Hawaii.
0: Okay, and that's... okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, so that's where she ended up, and that was her home. Like, Kilauea Crater is, like, literally, like, the center
0: of, of her home oh, okay yeah so she started yeah. on the smaller islands and then ended up working her way to the big island okay
2: yeah, because her sister wouldn't let her rest because she was mad because she tried to bang her dude
0: and because it was the biggest island the sister couldn't exactly flood it and so she was safe in the big island
2: I, uh, that's not quite right um, oh, okay She made the island big so she or her sister couldn't flood
0: it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. So so, uh, a little side note about the Hawaiian pantheon. So there's four main gods in the Hawaiian pantheon. Uh, Ku, Kane, Lono, and Kanaloa. Ku is the god of war. Kane is the Zeus type guy. You know what I mean?
0: okay Uh, pele's father lono
2: Lono is the god of agriculture and bounty and kanaloa is the goddess the god of the sea okay so those Uh, are the four main
0: main ones okay
2: yeah um there are 400 gods and goddesses underneath that structure
0: Okay, I was just gonna say that sounds so much easier than the Greek and the Roman mytho- mythology, but no, it's not. Okay. Or the Hindu.
2: It's not. Or it's the same Hindu.
0: Same Hindu,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's same, 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 same. But there's mm-hmm. also like different like strata of mm-hmm. uh, god, uh, goddesses things. So like there's um.
1: So there's there a hierarchy are,
2: within there. So there's the four main ones, right? There's the 400 like second in line, right? But then there's also uh, something called na um, uhihipili, which are the like spirits, like the okay paranormal kind. You okay. know what I
0: mean? And
2: then there's also the gardens, which are called na amaku'a. Not so, amakua. every family in oh. Hawaii has a guardian spirit. An and Amakua. Family's
0: happens,
2: yeah, my family just happens to be the shark. But, like, every family has, like, a guardian, like, I don't know what else to call it. Like, a guardian spirit kind of thing.
0: I've heard so about I'm the Amakua. An yeah, it's like a spirit animal. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the no, Amakua like from share. spirit animal. No, no what is like it? Like
2: Spirit animal, because like I feel like with spirit animal, like there's a connotation of like you have some of the characteristics of that animal, but like an okay. amakua is more of like a guardian. Like okay. it's more of somebody, it's almost kind of like a guardian angel kind of vibe. Okay. All right. Does
0: that make exactly- sense? So it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my friend Cher, she was also raised in Hawaii, and her amakua was a white owl kind of which yeah. is which is that's why called
2: a, you know, that's, called, that's called a puleo and they're native to hawaii that's the only place in the whole world that owl exists that's what she said yes and, and not only that if you see one it is the biggest sign of good luck like you don't wow. see them and if you yes. see them they chose to show themselves to you and like
0: something well, good is gonna happen What was crazy was we had had this conversation and she was explaining Amakua to me. And then we were headed, this was years ago in like the late 90s. We were headed to this guy's house she knew and we were driving down this dirt road. And all of a sudden, this white owl flew in front of her Jeep. And she hit the brakes and she was like, Did you see that? And I said, "Uh, Yeah, I did. She goes, We can't go, we need to turn around. I don't want to go. Like, it literally, like, flew in front of her jeep. And she was like, we're not going. She's like, absolutely not. We're not going. We heard a few days later that that house we were going to was raided by the police for guns and drugs.
2: Dude, I'm telling you, dude, owls are such a big deal. Like, yeah.
0: I was like, oh, my God.
2: Yeah. You saw my video, right, of them, like, hooting in my yard? Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I digress.
1: Again,
0: I believe so, in them. I think they're I think they're real. Yeah,
1: me too. <laughs> I believe in birds and I still can okay. stand by that shit. <laughs> you believe in birds? Yeah. I
2: do. <laughs> okay, so into the meat of some cool stories about Pele, okay?
0: Yes, yes, yes.
2: Uh Uh in addition to being recognized as a goddess of volcanoes, Pele is also known for her power, her passion, jealousy, and
0: capriciousness. I mean, you're, you could be talking about me. I'm not saying you are because I didn't I mean, want to make her mad, but...
2: How awesome is that word?
0: Capricious, capriciousness. yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. yeah. She has numerous siblings, including Kane um, Milohai, okay. Kamoholi'i, yeah. Namaka, and numerous sisters named Hiyaka, but the most famous Hiyaka, being...
0: yes. I've heard of her.
2: Yes. See, you're doing it so good, Carrie. You're like you're doing awesome. Okay. The most famous being Hiyaka Kapoli Pele, which is Hiyaka of Pele. So like this is like the sister that was like her like special sister to the point where her name like her sister's name was part of her
0: name. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, very close. Uh, very okay.
2: Yeah, it actually translates. Get this shit. It actually translates to hiyaka in the bosom of Pele. Okay. Like, that's what it actually translates to. But once again, like, coins don't ever say what they mean. So, like, it just means like special sister of Pele. You know yep. what I mean?
0: That's what we call Laura to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Laura in the bosom of Carrie.
0: I'm getting a bumper sticker. I mean, <laughs> but let's say it in Hawaiian, because that just sounds classier.
1: It really
2: but so, but so to give you an idea of where Pele stands in the Pantheon, um, her siblings include deities of various types, not just one type, various types of wind, rain, fire, ocean wave forms, cloud uh-huh. forms. Her special and sacred home is the pit called Halimaumau at the summit caldera of Kilauea.
0: Kilauea, island, okay.
2: Which is also, the big island is like a white people term. Like the island is actually called the island of Hawai'i, but whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but that Kilauea is one of the earth's most active volcanoes. But her domain encompasses all volcanic activity on the big island of Hawai'i. Okay. <laughs> this ancient Hawaiian art, the ancient Hawaiians personified all natural forces as gods and goddesses. So sure. it's very like kind of like Druid style where like oh, okay, a rock has an energy, a tree has an energy. Like if you kill something to eat it, you give thanks to its...
0: For giving you mode. sustenance. Right. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know what I mean? It's like that kind of zone. Sure. Uh, uh, the, so they personified all natural forces as gods and goddesses and thus Pele continues to make her majesty known from the mountain to the sea the stark landscape a reminder of her power to both create and destroy
0: I love it I am here for this girl it
2: reminds me of the Hindu goddess ah um, oh, crap I'm forgetting her name Kali
0: Yes. Because she's
2: a creator and destroyer too,
0: right? Yes. Mm-hmm. K-A-L-I, Kali? Yeah, Kali. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, Hawaiians believe in 40,000 gods. Whoa. But Pele is in the highest echelon for obvious reasons. Pele created Hawaii. She is that primordial force that exists within all land masses. And she can be vengeful. So watch out.
0: So is it just Hawaii's volcanoes or all of them throughout the world?
2: Just Hawaii's volcanoes,
0: because she put her digging stick
2: in the ground and she made okay. that
0: land. All right, let's right? take a look at one of, uh, like, let's take a look at Kilauea.
2: Yeah, man.
0: It's beautiful. It is. Fucking molten rock. What? Right? Yeah. Yes. My God. And ha- so have you been up there? Like, have you? 100%. Okay. Yeah,
2: like, this is something that like Hawaii kids do. Like, when I, like, the first time I went to the Big Island was when I was six.
0: Whoa. All right. And
2: like, went to the lava tubes. And then also, here's another fun fact. So in uh, I should probably Google this. So mm, I'm not going to get these dates right, but like in the er, uh, 1820s <laughs> you know what I mean? Like ish, Mark right. Twain Mark Twain went to Hawaii. Right? Okay. And, and if you go up to the volcano house, which you can't go to anymore because like the lava, last lava flow like took out all the roads, but like It was like an observation thing over the crater. Okay. But the crater, Uh, when I was a kid, is like a dead crater. So we would hike across it and like learn about like what plants grow out of lava and like science stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. But when Mark Twain was there, it was legitimately a lake of fire and he writes about it.
0: Wow. That's awesome. I love that. That had to be a trek too.
2: Yeah, and that like, was a can long you imagine trip. How remote. Can you imagine how remote that was? Like yes. that was like probably like a 3 week trip on a fucking boat from San Francisco.
0: Right, and then it was like a 3 week trek to San Francisco.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I can't believe you've actually like been down to it.
2: I guess the, I dude, There's a... dude, 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 dude. Like, sorry, I'm gonna nerd the fuck out on you right now. Okay, there do it. There are these things called lava tubes. I these know. Lava
1: tubes.
0: Are- yes, I do. I've seen videos of them, and even Cher was
1: like, <laughs> "Lava tubes are amazing." Dude, I've been to lava Flagstaff tube- of all places and hiked down. I know, it. they
2: have them all over the place. But basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how a lava how a lava tube is formed is that there's like a, an underground river of this like molten rock, right? Sure. But that, but it's like, it's like, you know, I don't know what the fuck, like, it's like 30 feet
0: of a tube, like a big. Okay, so I'm thinking a tube, like maybe.
2: What happens happens is the lava that's running through the tube is going so fast that it doesn't cool down, but the outsides of the tube cool down, right, and turn into rock, right? Okay. And then all the lava runs out, and you're left with a tube. And then all this weird, super specific life forms in these lava tubes.
0: Oh, like really? Are
2: organisms and fish and spiders and all kinds of fucking shit that don't exist anywhere else in the world but inside these tubes.
0: Really? See, I just thought it was just like a right. rock tube.
2: No, it becomes this whole ecosystem
0: oh my god we need to research that laura that sounds really amazing
2: okay so i'm going to tell you one more story about pele and then i'm going to let you
0: do the spooky
2: stuff okay
0: okay god i hope i don't disappoint because you're really building her up and i'm like oh i hope i got the good stories
2: (laughs) no but they're all good stories because they're awesome okay so so pele is a shapeshifter okay? Okay. And can easily appear in human form. Um, if you ever see her, give her the respect she deserves or suffer the consequences.
0: Again, I relate. Yeah. She's She and I are like this, really.
2: I know. So one of the best known mo'olelo, and mo'olelo means story in Hawaiian.
0: Mo'olelo, like, okay. More, it's
2: Hawaiian, it's like we're loaded than just story. It's like
0: teachings. Sure. Okay. Right?
2: Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. So one of the best mo'olelo is the saga of Hiiaka Kapolio Pele, the volcano deity's youngest and most beloved sister, also referred to commonly as Hiiaka, as we mentioned before. Right. It is the story of the rivalry between her and Pele beginning with the journey. Of Hiaka Takoi to, to retrieve Pele's lover Lohiao.
0: Oh my! From retrieve him.
2: Home. Yeah, because they were having the like banging on the side.
0: So she was gonna go bring him to Pele. Bring <sighs> him back. Oh no, she was gonna no. take him from Pele. Oh, yikes! Okay. Yeah,
2: because he reached out for help because he's like, "This bitch, cray. I want to go home." <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I've had a number of those too. It's fine. I get it.
2: <laughs> yeah. so, um, it's so true though. Pele asked, Pele asked her sisters to leave her alone. And they all quickly refused, except for the beloved Hiyaka. She agreed that she would undertake the difficult task of leaving Lohiao for Pele, but changed her mind before her departure, and went to go pick up Lohiau, but she had already killed him.
0: So Hihi Aka had killed him, but told no, Pele-
2: Pele. So, so Pele was holding him hostage. Um, then she tried to make nicey-nicey with her sister, and her sister was like, let me just come get him, like, like don't be cray. And she's like, yeah, just come get him. But then when she got here, she killed him.
0: Okay, I have not done that. That's where she and I part ways. <laughs>
2: but that's why she's made of molten rock.
0: Wow. She's
2: fiery. She's unpredictable. She's uncontrollable. She's She does not care. Like, the girl does not care, Carrie.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> I can relate to. I just have never killed anybody, even though they might have deserved it now and then.
2: After a journey of many days, Hiyaka read to Koi and was told that Lohiau's body was ready. Hiyaka was then burdened with the task of retrieving the body. During this process, she captured and then returned the spirit of Lohiau. Here comes the paranormal.
0: Karen. Love it. Go on. Keep going. Yeah.
2: Put it back into his body. Yeah. Lohia was then brought back to life. Okay. And Hiyaka was able to continue fulfilling her promise of being his lover. So she brought him back to life.
0: Hele had to be furious. But she was soup pissed. Right?
1: I bet also, she went this crazy. This dude must be and, magic. Right?
2: Despite the faithful devotions of Hi'iaka to her sister, Pele, during this prolonged absence, Pele became fearful that Hi'iaka had betrayed her. It was taking too long. Acting in jealous distress, Pele set fire to the beloved Ohia groves. So Ohia is, a um, oh shit, what's that called in English? Uh, it's like a... it's called it's like a red it's like a red like spiky flower
1: oh okay like a bird of paradise
2: no fuck
1: orchid
0: no um
2: we'll come back to that but anyway all right um she's so that it's a it's a it's a beloved flower in hawaii and it was sacred to her because it looks like fire it's like a red
0: s- spiky kind of does flower. it have oh spiky okay i was like does it have like a center it's that's yellow
2: like, it's got like a whole bunch of like like god damn it
0: okay w- welcome
2: to this anyway
0: hawaiian so listeners educate erin it, message us it's fine
2: (laughs) it's it's basically like these were sacred flowers and it was a whole grove and to spite her she set fire to all of it um
0: i mean i might do that i've been mad at a bitch like that before
2: her beloved ohia grows and covered her sister's best friend with lava killing her too yeah yeah that's harsh and then
0: that's some anger issues,
1: <laughs> right?
2: And then it says tradition tells us that Hiyaka was blessed with uh, the gift of far sight, aka clairvoyance. Okay. And so she was able to see this act of rage by Pele coming. Prepared to confront Pele, Hiyaka arrived at the rim of Kilauea with her reincarnated lover lohiau
0: is... Iyaka
2: taught Lohiau incantations to protect himself from the flames of Pele, and the two embraced on the sacred terrace on the edge of the caldera of the volcano. Kaho ali'i. Pele was enraged. She ordered her and her other sisters to kill everybody as punishment. Oh they my. Hesitate. They hesitate, so she kills everybody anyway.
0: I really need this to be a freaking soap opera. Like, Moana didn't touch on any of this.
2: But this is why I wanted to tell you about her, because, like, since I was a little kid, I was like...
0: She's fascinating. Why is it... Should we be alarmed, Erin, that you and I are like, she's great.
2: I mean, you know that I have a missed calling as an arson.
1: It's true. Whoa. All right.
2: I I I I, you know, I got start with small fires. You know what I mean?
0: Just little ones. I love my little candle. I like to watch the flames dance. Um Wow. So that is what I have to share with you.
2: Clearly there's so much more, and I hope I didn't bore you with too many details.
0: God no, that was
1: amazing. That was super interesting. Uh, Right.
2: But I, I, I just, I've always just like, cause like there's a thing in Hawaiian culture where like, like we're intensely like, um, like you don't want to make trouble for people. You know what I mean? Like sure, like, yeah. Like you don't, you don't cause trouble. You don't, you know, like.
0: Be dramatic or be rude don't
2: people, or. Don't be dramatic. Like, you know, you're raised, like, somebody always has it worse than you. Like, shut up already. You know what I yeah.
0: mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: As a little kid, like, Pele just like killing everybody because she was mad. I was like, wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about her. Um, that's a fascinating story. Great job. Great job! Yes,
1: thank
0: thank you, so you. You've raised the bar for Laura's part, so, ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> she flipped me off. That's, Listen. That's
2: what I got. Like I, I like, honestly, like it's like I said, it's my first time.
0: <laughs> good job, good job. You did great. You did really, really great. That's fascinating. And now I'm concerned because, now I'm like, oh, it's my part, and um, the encounters that people have had with Pele uh i hope i do her justice so guys we will be right back
2: i just need need to take a deep breath i'm like okay i think i did the thing
0: yes you did the thing you did it fantastically (laughs) guys we will be right back um it'll be a blip of time to you but we will be right back (laughs) okay so we are back um, in a blip of time for you guys. Uh, we're going to do my part now, which are the actual Pele encounters. Um, let me get my sources up here. So my sources for this episode are ShakaGuide.com, Hawaii's best podcast. Vice. This is all.com guys. Vice. Weird Hawaii. Hawaii Magazine. Uh, Multoghost.wordpress. Snopes. Yes, Snopes, and Live all dot So I do want to say that the photo courtesies will be listed in our show notes, um, and they are all from Hawaii Magazine. So I want to say that as well. So Kilauea is one of the world's most, uh-oh, did I go back to the, oh, I did, I lost her. Listen, she's done. Here I am. She's done. We don't need her anymore. I got
2: tired of you and I left.
0: I feel like that's what happened. Um <laughs> Listen, she said apart.
2: Mara, Mara. Do you like how Carrie is not like scared in the slightest that I would actually like walk out?
1: A little. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I Go hit on. the I hit the wrong button. Okay. Um, we which side note, we got a review on Apple Podcast that was like, This show is in desperate need of a producer, air quote Carrie. Uh needs help producing the show because it's disorganized and I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Like
2: Uh
0: oh. You're frozen.
2: Like, I like you.
0: Oh. Oh no. Oh they wait, maybe you're Am blurry. We hear you, but you're kind of blurry. Hold
2: on. Internet.
1: Okay, we're going to pause. I like that you, that you didn't bring up the fact that they're like, she interrupts Laura too much. <laughs> she interrupts,
0: yes, that's the other thing. They were like, she, Carrie interrupts Laura all the time with stale jokes and keeps <gasps> with the joke until Laura laughs. And I was like, you need to just laugh at all my jokes immediately. That fixes that problem.
1: Right. I'm Apparently I'm not I'm... responding quickly enough. <laughs> you're like a little kid, you gotta you're like Zane. you gotta tell me twelve times until I acknowledge you. Like, I okay, mean I like
0: fucking laugh already. It's I stupid. Got it. Duh. Anyway, um, what it, my stale joke was going to be. Listen, Erin did her part. We don't need her anymore. It's just me and Laura again. Um, <laughs>
2: Asshole. Uh,
0: yes, a little bit. Sorry. Okay, we're back, and you, your internet's good, and I. All right, we're we're all fine. Okay. So, Kilauea is one of the world's most active volcanoes. It is a shield type volcano that makes up the southeastern side of the Big Island of Hawaii, what is happening? You're oh okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> the volcano Harry, rises. Harry, yes.
2: Mary, I need you to stop. The proper pronunciation.
0: Here we go. Aaron, write that down. Is Hawaii. Hawaii. With like a little apostrophe between the eyes.
2: It's not an apostrophe. It's an Okina.
0: O- okina, it's and it's a backwards apostrophe. Thank you. Yes. So Kay. it's Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay. Uh, Southeastern side of the big island of Hawaii, the volcano, well. <laughs> then she throws in Spanish, uh, rises 4,190 feet above sea level and is about 14% percent. Wow. I've been in the South far too
1: long. I'm all, and then next we're going to West Virginia. <laughs>
2: Well, and also I'm going to interrupt you and tell you another fun fact because apparently, even though this is your part, I still have things to say. <laughs> uh, if you actually measure from the sea floor to the top of this volcano, it's t- it's the tallest mountain in the world.
0: Taller than Everest. Yes. Really.
2: Because it starts from the sea floor. It's uh. not just from. Yeah.
0: That's fascinating. That is a fun fact. I like that.
2: Follow me for more volcano tips.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) EKB, breakbeat DJ and volcanologist. Um, (laughs) Volcano. (laughs) Uh, Okay, where was I? It is about 14% of the land area of the Big Island. The summit caldera, and Aaron, I'm going to need your help. The summit caldera contains a lava lake known as. Hale, oh, Jesus. Um,
2: hale, Hale Mau Mau.
0: Okay. Hale Mau Mau. Okay.
1: Perfect. Okay. That's so good. Kelly. Yay.
0: Hale Mau Mau. That is said to yeah. be the home, as Aaron mentioned, of the Hawaiian volcano goddess Pele. Now, to the casual observer, um, Kilauea appears to be part of the larger volcano, Mauna Loa. But geological data indicates that it's actually a separate volcano with its own vent and conduit system. Oh
2: my God, I'm so proud of you now.
0: Thank you. Uh, Kilauea has had more than 60 recorded eruptions in the current cycle, according to the USGS. And it has been erupting on a continuous basis since 1983. And I do have a picture of that, here we go. Here is one of the eruptions, um, which I think this is so beautiful. It's not a video, it's just a photograph. but.
2: Yeah, man, that's it going into the water.
0: It's gorgeous. I mean, just oh, beautiful. Yes, like it, you're watching land being created. It, I I cannot.
2: So, like, that that is a physical picture of Pele's power. Yes, like, she is the crea- Like she
1: creates land.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. I fucking love like, it. Picture perfect Hawaiian. the lava flow into the ocean and all the steam and the water Uh, cooling it yeah yeah it's just it's just a beautiful i mean i don't know too many other places where this is like you know this is happening on a fairly consistent basis right yeah exactly
2: it's so weird because growing up in hawaii like this is just a normal thing that happens
0: I know, and the rest of us are like, ooh, ah, this is amazing. Yeah, but we're like, oh, yeah, volcano, you know what I mean?
2: Like, cool.
0: Seriously, like, when you, because Kilauea just recently erupted. And people were like, well, all right. Meanwhile, news was covering it everywhere. They were like, look, it's erupting. Look at the smoke. Look at the ash cloud. Look at this. Look at that. And Hawaiians were like, well, all right.
2: It's Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Is the street going to be blocked? Can I get to work? Like, I don't know, whatever. Um, so that the whole dynamic is, is really fascinating. Um, now on May 3rd, 2018, the volcano erupted dramatically and several, it happened several hours after a 5.0 earthquake hit the big Island. um, the eruption spewed lava into residential subdivisions um, in the Puna district of the Big Island, prompting mandatory eva- evacuations of the Leilani estates and the. Yeah, Lani- it filled up the entire bay. It what?
2: It filled up the entire bay. There was this huge bay on the Big Island. Okay. Of like, that was like a fishing haven and
0: okay.
2: housing developments. And she just. Filled it all up with lava. She was like,
0: we're done with this now. (laughs) Yes, we're done with this. this. Yeah. Oh, my God. So the volcano has destroyed hundreds of homes and other structures that are frequently damaged. Um, it's also frequently damaged local utilities and roads. Um, activity at the summit along the rift zones can be observed online through webcams that have been placed within the caldera. Um, and the information on Kilauea's activity is updated daily on the USGS website, which I did check out. Um, largely because, you know, Kilauea has been active in the last, what, several weeks? Um, yeah. I did check it out. And I- I'm like, who-, who had to put that there? you know what we need a webcams place and you're going to be the one to do it uh it's rumbling but it's fine it's fine it's fine just put the suit on and uh just go put those webcams so that everybody can see what's going on
2: people that could cannot wait they're like perfect give me the suit like volcanologists are a separate breed
0: a thousand percent a thousand percent and you know it's super hokey super hokey but one of my favorite movies is um, Volcano, about the volcano that erupts under LA and was with Tommy Lee Jones and Anne H. I I love well, the I'm idea just, of that I'm, is No, great. I'm
2: just disappointed in you now because you were supposed to say Joe and the Volcano with Tom Hanks?
0: No, no. <laughs> My mother is so in love with Tom Hanks. And every time she talks about him, he's in an article. I don't know what the hell he does. She's like, he is the best actor. He has never made a move, a bad movie. And I'm like, Joe versus the Volcano. And she it's goes, okay, bad. there's one movie. I'm like, all right.
2: No, it's not that bad. I actually kind of enjoy it. Oh, my God. Well, it's you know It's creepy. Like, it's fun. Especially the part where they throw the virgin in the
0: volcano. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, webcams are on the volcano, and um, some excited dude put them there. Um, so, like Erin mentioned, she is sometimes referred... To by Hawaiians as Madame Pele or Tutu Pele, using the Hawaiian word for grandmother. Um, she is the goddess of volcanoes and fire, representing both creation and destruction. Um, yep. She resides, oh, here we go again. Uh, she resides inside the Halema Uma'u.
2: No, oh, try again.
0: Uh, oh, okay. Hale Uma'u. Okay.
2: So it's two words. It's hale, which means house, H-A-L-E, hale, ma'u, ma'u.
0: Okay. So hale and ma look like one word. Hale, ma'u, ma'u. Perfect. Yay. Okay. You're way better at this than you thought. Thank you. I mean it helps if you break it down. So, um, she resides in the Hale maumau crater at the summit of the Kilauea volcano and causes its lava to flow at her will. Appley, yep. As Erin mentioned, and I was delighted to hear this, she is known for being fiery, jealous, even vengeful to some. On all accounts, a formidable force to be reckoned with. Um yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I mean, God, I want to be here zero when I grow up. Fuck. Like, uh, zero fucks, zero fucks.
2: Like, burn your house down, no fucks. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yeah. Fill up your bay. I mean, we're done with we're these not, fish.
2: Like, fill up your
1: bay. These <laughs> 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 left on steroids.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs>
2: But like, but like, how rare is it in 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 mythology? Like, if you look at it, like, here's the burden of my education, right? Like, I can't just think about one thing at a time, right? Like, I have to think about all the things all the time, right? Right. But like, how rare is it in mythology? Like, if like like, and I am by no means an expert, but like, I know about Greek mythology, I know about Roman mythology, I know about Russian mythology. I know about uh, Micronesian mythology. I know about Buddhist mythology. I know sure. A lot of the things, right? Right, yeah. There are so few female characters that are so unapologetically
0: them. Exactly, yes. Exactly.
2: And, and, they, and they wield their power precisely because of that.
0: Yes. To this day, To this day, like you don't ever hear about like, well, you know, Athena. She was she decided that she was yeah. Athena
2: was amazing, by the way, and she did not. She's my
0: favorite Greek goddess. Favorite. When we went to the museums in London and France, I was like, Athena. I she's my favorite. Oh
2: my god! When I went to when I went to Delphi and I went to the Oracles in Greece. Yeah, I was like, I also, I also like to do drugs and tell stories, <laughs> because you know about the, the the oracles in Greece, like they were like yeah. doing all opium, right? And like, yeah. and there was like, oh, oh my God, I just thought of this. Holy shit, I just broke my own brain. Oh my God, <laughs> they have volcanic uh, fissures in Greece that were part of the sacred element of the. Oracle.
0: Oh okay, that makes sense.
2: So they were probably like mostly asphyxiated while on their opium.
0: I mean probably. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> a heavy hit. Wow. Alright.
2: Anyway, I digress. Go anyway, on.
0: okay. Where was I? Oh, okay, here we go. So beyond showing herself through lava flows, Pele is off, Is also said to appear in the form of a young, beautiful maiden or an old woman, often wearing white and accompanied by a white dog. Yep. It's very common for locals to relay encounters they've had with her over the years, um, such as like spotting her along the side of the road, like you had mentioned, um, or seeing her walking by herself while hiking the crater. Yeah. Now, when Pele is angry, um, however, she becomes a kawahine i honua?
2: Okay, almost. Okay. So, ka is the,
0: the. in Okay. Wahine. 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 Okay. Is woman. So, Kawahine. Okay. of. Okay. Love. okay. And the next word? Uh, I-A-I? I-I-E? Spell it. Spell it. A-I. I. A-I. I. A-I. I. It's
2: I. actually, okay, I'm going to get real nerdy on you. So, that's called <laughs>
0: the song. Okay. But that's
2: called it. Let's call it diphthong if you know about language things. Okay. And so you can okay. It's gonna get real nerdy and I apologize to listeners. <laughs> but so a diphthong is a way of coupling vowels, right? Okay, okay. So so AI could be I or it could be I E.
0: I E, okay.
2: It's like, kind of like Chinese. Do okay.
0: you know what I mean? Like yeah. Chinese, it's all about intonation. Yeah. So, kawahine ai. Ai. Honua. Yeah, you got it. Honua? Honua. Yeah. Kawahine ai honua. Oh, my God. You did so good. Yay. Okay. So I'm when- impressed. <laughs> So when I, Pele
2: I was like coming on this podcast to make fun of you and here you are just doing a good job and
0: shit. Um When Pele is angry, however, she becomes Kawahine I Honua. Or Perfect. the woman, Yay! Or the woman who devours the earth. And is said to appear as a woman engulfed in fire or simply as fire itself. So, tales of encounters with her. Again, drivers picked up an old woman dressed in all white on the roads of Kilauea National Park, only to look in the mirror and find the backseat empty. Others say good. Pele's face. So
2: many people. So, so many.
0: many people. Yes. Like, like
2: hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people. Like, they were like, I picked her up because I'm not stupid,
0: right? Like, well, that's good. they're not
2: superstitious or religious, you see an old lady on the side of the road needing a ride, you pick her up because we're Hawaiians.
0: Right. 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 Well
2: then you look in
0: the
2: you look in the back seat, she's not there anymore.
0: She's not there anymore.
2: But she just wants she's she's jealous. She's she's basic. Like Pele is
0: Who's gonna so show horrible. me the respect that I'm due and who's just gonna drive on by?
2: Yeah, and then she just pieces out. Like, she doesn't even do you the courtesy of being like, yeah, like, I showed myself to you. Like, she could not care less. Like, (laughs) this woman does not care.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: She doesn't have to. She creates
0: land. I mean.
2: You know what I mean? And, like, I just think that, like, that's the thing is that, and, like, the weirdest thing about it, Carrie, is that people in Hawaii don't blink. They're like, yeah, I picked up the lady in the white dress because the white coat and the white hair. And I'm like, oh shit, it's family. And then I looked in my backseat she wasn't there. And then I went home and I ate chicken.
0: Yeah. And she kind of allowed them to do that.
2: (laughs) If you had ignored her, some
0: shit would have been bad for him.
2: Unbelievably normal about it. Yeah. You know, like they just like that's the thing. Hawaiians can exist in two different spaces at the same time.
0: It's a beautiful thing. Like, I that's, really love it.
2: That's what I was trying to express, I'm like, we're just different. Like, yeah, we like we we can we can we can hold the paranormal in one hand and the and the physical reality in one hand at the same time and not think it's weird.
0: Right, and be in either space and be uh, like. Okay with both. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Others say, and this is probably one of my favorite, and I've got some photos to share with you guys. Um, Others say that Pele's face has mysteriously appeared in their photos of the lava lake within the crater or molten lava flows. So let's take a look at some of them. So this one is a photograph that I got from Hawaiian, Mag- Hawaii Magazine um, this is a tourist or a visitor um, so I blocked out her face because she's her and her baby with the volcano erupting behind her um, to just kind of look at it it's sort of nondescript you see some like hotter spots on the edges bottom edges of the, of the volcano the eruption and then like the fire um, but when you look at it a little closer, on the left side, close to like where her hair is at, you start to see the image of a face coming out there of a fire. Is.
2: And she has long kinky Hawaiian hair. And yeah. that is what the fire is showing. Like the smoke is her hair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Laura, what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I've seen volcanoes erupt. Like, there's a lot of, you can, you know, it's kind of like looking at clouds. Like, you can make shit out of, you
0: know. So, you're thinking there's like a, there might be a matrixing that's happening.
2: Well, and obviously, like, we want to see her face, right? Like, we're in awe of her. Yeah, of of course. Like, sure. If you watch a volcano erupt, you're like, holy fucking
0: shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess.
2: You know what I mean? Like, you can't help but be, but like, it is spiritual. It is bigger than real life, right? Like, it's, it's, I like, I think it's like, it's like at like twenty on 100%. Or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, this one is very difficult, though. you You want to see her face, but like, honestly, I don't think that that is, um, I don't think that it's like, I know this is stupid, but it's not, it's it's neither here nor there, right? Like, her presence is being shown whether you see a face in the volcano or not.
0: Or not, yeah. Yeah. Right? It's very difficult with this, though, to not, like, even if we weren't talking about Pele, we weren't talking about how, like, she has shown herself in photos of the lava or the, you know... To look at this far left side, like it looks like a woman's face. You've got the brow bone, the nose, the mouth, the chin, like the, it's, it's wild.
2: Like That's also the feeling you get when you look at the picture. Like, don't you feel power? Mm-hmm. Like it's power. Like it's feminine, unapologetic power.
0: Yeah. It's pretty amazing.
2: And whether it's a face or, or just a picture of a volcano, like, I don't think that matters that much.
0: No. No, because as much as 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 common as Kilauea is for people that live around it, if it were to really erupt and become devastating, everybody that reveres it, would fear it, would run. Like the just it it's just one of those things that like
2: but it's more than that, Carrie. Like we are all in awe of her power. Yeah. Like we like think about it. Think about this shit. Okay. And I don't mean to make it all about me, but like of all the places for me to be born, right? Yeah. I was born in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, right? 2,700 miles away from any other landmass, mass okay. with an active volcano. Yeah. So, like, we we, like, like, like I said, like, Hawaiians don't separate things. Like, I am born of this land. Like, like, every, every, like, when we look at the volcano, we're not like, oh, no, we're gonna die. Because, like, like well, but like, like I grew up with tsunami watches. Like, like I mean, okay, Hawaii doesn't have tornadoes. Hawaii doesn't have uh...
0: blizzards.
2: But we have like most of the natural disasters, right?
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Hurricanes. Like we just live in the face of the fact that we are are vulnerable, and that's okay, cause that's how we grew up.
0: But I mean, if this volcano were to really like, if she were to really lose her shit. Okay. So, so
2: there are. There is a
0: healthy, respectful fear of her as right. well. But
2: also, but also, like, you have to understand. Like, let me rephrase that. You don't have to understand. Let me explain to you. That wasn't nice. <laughs> let me explain to you that, like, when you grow up with this just being a part of your life. Yeah. You don't you don't see it as a risk. It's just your life.
0: It just is what it, you know what it is? is. Yeah. It's okay. just it
2: is what it is. And there are people, cause you know how expensive it is to like even just live in Hawaii? Yeah. People buy property in the lava flow zone. You can't even get homeowners insurance. And they're like, hey, it burns down, it burns down.
0: I just mean, to live there.
2: Day, at the end of the day, we are just tenants, like it's in her,
0: her home. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like we are, like like we don't even like have squatters' rights. If
0: wow, she that's interesting.
2: To take, she's gonna take it.
0: That's like, true. That's it's true.
2: Not, it's not ours, and that's the thing about Hawaiians is that we have a different idea of ownership.
1: That's interesting. I like that, Laura. What's your thought on it? Well, the living in the lava flows thing, I'm gonna have to say no. Hard pass. But, yeah. Um, having so been to Hawaii, like I can see like why. Her. I can see the um, the draw though. Like as soon as I got to Kauai, I was like, and like kind of started, like just leaving the airport and getting like a feel of the island and stuff. I was like, I wonder what it fucking takes to live here. Like it's just. so beautiful and and slow like slow but not in a bad way like just relaxing like you feel this like weight coming off you of having the like peace you know but um everybody seems very like chill
2: i have to tell you Kauai is not like any of the other islands Kauai is a sacred space and everybody, even though, like, all of us that grew up in Hawaii, like, we're just, like, surrounded by all this majesty and shit. Like, we're used to it, right? Like, Green Valleys, like.
0: You don't know anything podcast. different, yeah.
2: You're the podcast listeners. Do you know where I grew up? Have you ever seen Jurassic Park? Have you ever seen Lost? That was my backyard. Like, I literally wandered around those valleys. Like, you know that was yeah. it was mm. just a thing. Like when Hawaiians go to Kauai, like we're like, oh, like it's different. It's like Sedona, Carrie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's,
2: it, that's different. There's something else going on in Kauai, dude. I'm telling you.
1: It's yeah. I mean, I can't. That's the only place I've ever been in Hawaii. But I, I actually never thought that I would actually enjoy visiting it, just because it's like so over tourist and like you know yeah like i feel like a, well, over a lot tourism. of parts yeah so you know i didn't know like and how much i would like it. and it's so expensive but then when i went there i was like oh i get it white people come here yeah <laughs> like it's it's beautiful
2: well, you know what you guys like i don't care how long it takes us to achieve this vision but i really want to take you and show you where i grew up like, be awesome. I want to go together and I just want to show you, like, because, like, this is why this, like, podcast meant so much to me is that, like, yes, the stories about Pele and, like, yes, I have this fascination with this personality because, like, clearly I'm projecting, you know.
0: Obviously. <laughs> you see a lot of her in me. I get it. Go on.
2: Well, but, like, Carrie, there's a reason we're friends.
0: Yes. We're you know what I mean? Yeah. But
2: like but like um I would love to actually like show you. You know? Because that I would
0: actually be to- better than just to be a tourist and just go and yeah. see things in a guidebook, but to have like you
2: But like here's the thing. Here is the gift and the burden of middle age. Okay? <laughs> is that I
0: have She went there, so- Laura
2: Well, I'm going to be 48 next year, and I look great.
0: I mean, I'm going to be 46, (laughs) so it's fun.
2: You know what I'm saying? So it's not about that. But what I'm saying is that I have the gift of some life experience, right? That's fair. I have the gift of perspective, right? Yeah. And also, I am very lucky because I happen to be really fucking smart. Right?
0: I mean and debatable, I but go on.
2: That's to, sometimes that's hard to navigate, Laura. I think you can relate.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for picking me.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> like if you look at the world in a certain mm. kind of way, like it's it's heavy sometimes, right? But sure. like as I get older, like I am so thankful. Like I I don't even have words. Like I wish I could explain to you guys cuz I can't. Like I can't. But I'm so thankful to be from somewhere. Yeah. And and so thankful to like have a connection to these stories and this energy and like to be in a place that's so volatile and culturally diverse, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I would not be me if I didn't grow up there.
0: Like, I think that you being on the show and explaining this um, as a native Hawaiian is crucial i think crucial. it's it's been really beneficial um to our listeners who just you know people go there and they're like oh we want to go to hawaii it's beautiful and volcanoes and surfing and you know the beaches and there's so much more to more to it than that and you're you're telling us what that is and i think that's really important um
2: well i just thank you so much for giving me a platform to tell you about things that i think are so interesting and complicated. And like, I love you extra because you're like, yeah,
0: pellets. Cool. I love her. I'm, I really feel like
2: she's I love my, she my everybody. I, love
1: <laughs> I remember one of my favorite things about Pele was, um, I was in my geography, um, not geography, geology class. And I thought it was so fascinating. The formations that you get, um, in Hawaii, where you get the Pele's hair. Okay. formations so, and stuff. Oh, wait, I'm g- going to talk about oh, that. It's okay.
0: volcanic, all right, all right. yes. I'm going right. to talk okay. about that. So,
2: so, so, right.
0: so Pele's hair... No, no, let okay. me tell it. Okay. You, you, let me tell it, and then you add to it. So, there are tiny strands of volcanic glass found around Hawaii's islands and um, the active craters that are often referred to as Pele's hair. The hair is created when molten lava spatter is stretched into very thin filaments by the wind. So let's have a look at Pele's hair. It's
2: so fucking cool.
0: It's everywhere.
2: Like, Excuse me, who doesn't think volcanic glass is cool?
0: I mean, really, that's glass, you guys. It's not grass, it's not, you know, Whatever else you might see growing at a beach, that's glass. It's remarkable.
2: That's her power. It's, like, really just, she exists outside of all of us.
0: Yeah. It's really, yeah. I mean, God, that's, that's, it's glass. You guys, I can't even stop with that. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? But well, you can like, see, like, the glimmer cool. and...
2: I think it's so interesting in a time and space where we're all apologizing to each other constantly. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah.
2: But, sorry I did this. Sorry I did that. I love you. Like, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, we've all been through it,
0: right? Right, yeah.
2: I, but, like, I think I look at pictures of that class, and I'm like, she doesn't make up any apologies to anybody.
0: For a- to anybody, she for anything, just- no.
2: For any reason. And, like, does that make her great? No, she's a dick. <laughs> you know? Right. But does she doesn't care? Also,
0: no. Yeah. yeah we just care. I think we all care too much. I, I think we have a tendency but to like care like too much. She's
2: the goddess of creation and destruction. She doesn't have time to care.
0: Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So now I want to talk about a little bit about... Um, the oh hello berries oh hello oh hello okay so it's also considered offensive to eat any of the oh berries that grow along the edges oh here's that name again i'm gonna fuck it up um Halema um Hale, Hale, yes, Hale ma'uma'u Caldera. Goddamn. And damn.
2: I think that I should also tell your listener what a ohala berry is. So it's like a shrub that only grows on volcanic soil, and it's a little tiny pink berry, mm-hmm. like a whitish pinkish berry. Um, they look like, like they're fairly small.
0: large. Like
2: they're like a blueberry size.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: But, but there's not that much berries that grow in Hawaii, right? Like there's bananas, there's papayas, there's like all this shit, but like berries, like so, and that is sacred to her because it only grows on her crater.
0: That's interesting. Well, and see, that's the thing. That's what this legend says is that it grows on the caldera. It's considered offensive to eat any of them without first offering them to her or requesting permission
2: that's the thing is that she's not unreasonable she just has demands
0: right like you know
2: like, she's like look you can eat my berries you can I won't burn your house down just give me the respect I deserve
0: I mean I'm here for it so here are some of the amazing encounters with her that I I found the most interesting and I saved the best for last um, that's my favorite right <laughs> So this one girl wrote an article and she said that her, um, she and her hula sisters went on a hula retreat a few years ago up at Kilauea on the big island where, of course, Pele lives. She said that they were walking around the volcano park one night when something started following them. They could hear footsteps. So her friend was like, hey, did you guys hear that? Um, and the other friend was like, it's probably a weasel or something. So they just kept walking.
2: There's no weasels in Hawaii. Kay.
0: That's why I was wondering. I was like, are there weasels in Hawaii? There's mom- a-
2: but this is neither here nor there. And I apologize for it.
0: <laughs> so then they heard barking and they got a little scared because they didn't know what to do. They walked a little faster and it started to get very warm. She says, very, very warm. As they got closer to one of the lookouts, they could hear chanting. And then they all started to kind of freak out. So she said her and her friend were the ones who were the most afraid. And they decided to stay in one place. But they could sense that there was something right behind them. Uh, They all looked behind them and they didn't actually see anything, but still it was really hot and the chants kept getting louder and louder. Then they heard the footsteps again. So the girl, the author of this article says she felt something by her feet when they ran under the light and they saw that it was a white dog. Now, when they looked out into the dark, they could see another white figure coming right at them. And the chant, again, getting louder and louder. So she said that they ran back to their cabin because, of course, there's always a cabin. um, And the chants kept on getting louder. When they finally got inside the building, they looked out and the dog was right there by the front doorstep. Um, So, Erin, I'm going to need your explanation on this. But she says our Kumu said it's Madame Pele.
2: Kumu is the word for teacher.
0: Okay, okay. So it was a hula group, so it was obviously, okay. So their Kumu said it's Madame Pele. And she said when she looked out of her window, the white ghost person thing, quote, was still there. So she decided, decided to go to sleep and she couldn't, so she went back outside. She noticed that the dog was still there and she says, quote, I, since I'm such an idiot, I decided to go play with it. I thought that was an interesting way to put it, but she said it was very cold that night. I had to put on a jacket, socks, shoes, the whole bit. Um, she called the dog over to her. And as she looked at the dog it was playing with its ears, she noticed that the dog was very hot. Like, here's another word. Like hot water kine?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, did I say it right?
2: Kine, kine is body.
0: Okay. Okay. Like hot water kine. She said, yeah. then the lady so came that
2: means up to like, me. I mean, it's like burning from the inside out.
0: Oh, neat. Oh, that's great. I remember
2: great. I told you, Hawaiians don't ever say what they're actually talking about.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So the dog was like hot water kine. Okay. She said, then the lady came up to me and asked if that was my dog. This was around 6 a.m. And the sun was starting to rise. She goes on to say that she looked at her and she said, no, sorry. She continued to look down to play with the dog. And she looked up again to ask the lady a question, but she was gone.
2: I have goosebumps right now.
0: (laughs) So she kept playing with the dog and she started to hear the chanting again. She looked out where the woods were and she saw the old lady again and as she looked at her she looked into her eyes and she says they were red and she says quote i mean red 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 then she called the dog yes then she called the dog and it went running to her and i looked away for a second and turned back and they were both gone my Kumu told me, you just witnessed something that no one has ever really witnessed. I asked him, what is that? He said, you saw Pele.
2: Yeah, so she- and when people, people freak out about seeing her, but all of the wise old elders in the community say, you were just blessed.
0: Yes. Yes. Because
2: even though she's scary, she doesn't show herself to just anybody.
0: Like her true self.
2: Like, she doesn't show, like, not even her true self. Like, who knows what Pele's true self is? Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Like, she doesn't even show herself a little bit.
0: So, she goes on to say that, again, six o'clock in the morning, she gets back into her bed, and she noticed that there was a rock on her bed. It was a medium-sized rock, and it was really, really hot. She looked out the window and she saw the white dog running away from her window and then vanish. She never saw that dog ever again or the lady. But that rock followed her. So she put it outside, but it it would always find its way back inside. When When she left to Oahu, it found its way next to her bed there. Well,
2: remember I told you that Hawaiians think that everything has a spirit?
0: Yes, yes.
2: So like, it's not just a rock.
0: Right. She said, my Kumu told me to keep that rock with me no matter what. If that rock keeps on coming back to me, then that means it's my rock and it's a rock that only I can have and no one else can. She ended the story with, to this very day, I still have this rock.
2: Because she's not stupid. Like, Isn't that listen, crazy?
0: I love listen,
2: that. Natalie fucking brings you a rock. Regardless, you
0: keep if
2: you it, believe in her or not. Right? If you are any kind of reasonable person, you will keep the rock.
0: Laura, what's your take on the story?
2: Maybe that's, maybe that's just my Hawaiian showing. <laughs>
1: like, I'm, just, I'm just. I saying, mean, if I had a rock face of me, I'd keep it too. Right? Damn. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's an interesting.
2: Hi, Zane. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I'm like Miss. Like I don't know what's happening here, girl. Right. <laughs> but even I. But like I'm like if 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 she's giving you a rock, you keep the goddamn rock.
0: Right. Right. It takes out the the whole Charlie Brown Christmas thing is takes on a whole new meaning. I got a rock. Bye. Oh my god! Do
2: you know like Big Koala? Okay, I'm gonna do DJ shit to you right now.
0: Oh yeah. How Kid
2: Koala is, you probably don't. No. Alright, so Kid Koala is a very talented DJ, uh, for 35 years or something. Like, got him. He remakes at Charlie Brown's special and he's like, What'd you get, Charlie Brown? I've got a rock. Got a ro- <laughs> rock. rock, rock. <laughs> no, but I like, remember. but also aside, Carrie, like Yeah, keep the rock.
0: Keep the rock,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, a thousand percent. So, you and I, Aaron, were talking about this prior to the show. And sometime in the early or mid-1980s, a package arrived at the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park containing lava sand taken from Black Sands Beach in 1969.
2: You guys know what a Black Sand Beach is?
0: Just yes. disintegrated lava rocks?
2: So it's it's created. Like it's literally sparkly lava glass. Okay. That's sand.
0: Okay. Alright. So
2: like, that that's like create like that, that it's not uh, disintegrated coral. It's not
0: it's like, actually uh, lava
2: It's it's, la- it's a lava sand beach.
0: Okay, yes. okay You're beautiful. So this package contained lava sand taken from Black Sands Beach in 1969. The woman who took the sand evidently loved the Hawaiian Islands so much and she and her husband returned frequently despite the gradually escalating mishaps that struck them every time. They included, but are not limited to... Um, she writes... First time, cut my foot. Second time, scraped my arm at the airport. Third time, lost my hearing and broke my eardrum on a crater in Maui. Fourth time, sprained two toes on cement steps. Fifth time, cut my finger. Sixth time, husband had a heart attack and I felt I fell twice. First time, broke my left elbow. Second fall, broke my kneecap in two places and crushed it. Yep
2: she is mad
0: mad finally in 1982 exactly so it took 12 years for them these two unlucky tourists um they saw a display at volcano house the historical hotel that is on the edge of the kilauea volcano it's traditionally said to be pele's dwelling place now The display showcased letters from other tourists who had suffered the curse of Pele. Bad luck that struck them after they had taken lava rocks from her volcano. All of these victims returned what they had taken in the hopes of lifting the curse. So this couple did too. Um, Hopefully their future trips went better. There was no like, and everything was fine from 60, you know, from 1980
2: until now. Because Pele does not get over it because she's a jealous, mean bitch with right? all the power. Well, and here's. She doesn't have to forgive you. Like, she does not care. Yeah. Give me my stuff back.
0: Exactly. Because if you, again, all right, and I'm going to talk about this here in just a second, but the idea, you can't really blame her. So every year, Hawaiian national parks, along with various Hawaiian tour companies and post offices near the national parks, receive thousands of pounds of returned lava. Along with the packages, often come letters detailing the misfortunes that followed the souvenir takers after their transgression. Now, the legend of Pele's Curse is widespread enough that Snopes.com actually classifies it as true. <gasps> really? Well, yes, but. Whoa! Here's what they say. And this is literally, guys, I'm gonna read it verbatim from their website. Pele's supposed curse is not a mild-mannered one. Those allegedly afflicted by it don't misplace their car keys or develop runs in their stockings. Their bad luck is of the of is of the grievous variety. Pets die, jobs are lost, houses burn down, sudden yep. and devastating illness strike loved ones, marriages break apart. The Los yeah, Angeles She's not fucking around. Mm -hmm.
2: She's not, dude. I'm telling you, she doesn't care.
0: The Los Angeles Times reported on the sad case of Timothy Murray, a 32-year-old who scooped some of the unusual black sand from Hawaii Volcanoes National Park into a bottle and brought it back with him to Florida. Everything in his life immediately went into a nosedive. His pet died. His five-year relationship with his girlfriend he was going to marry ended, and the FBI arrested him in a computer copyright infringement case. These are not tiny
1: things. Laura, so far, what is your what are your thoughts on, on all of it so far? I think it's very... Inter- I don't know. I'm very entertained by it. Right? Like, <laughs> it's like, is it real? I don't know.
2: Here's the thing, like, because, like, I know I've already said this, but because I'm agnostic, I'm like, I don't know what's true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an academic, like, I... I'm not saying yeah, one way or the other, but the stories are very...
1: They're fucking entertaining as shit. But,
2: but like, as a, like, independent, successful, determined female, don't you fucking love this shit?
1: Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and to be honest, I love the fact that People have consequences <gasps> to not just leaving shit where it is. Like it's not it's yours not to take. Yours. <laughs> so it's not it doesn't yours. matter, wh- like Pele, you know, or not. It's it's fucking not yours. And well, but, and you,
2: like that's the thing. Like whether or not it's Pele or not, like respect
1: it. Right. Like yes. It,
2: like, Hawaii yes. is an incredible anomaly. Like an, an- right.
0: anomaly. Aha! Write that down. Anomaly. Like,
1: so it's, you know, my thing with tourism is, you know, footsteps and yeah. photographs, yeah. you know, like you don't take shit from places. No. Like it's, mm-hmm. Of course it's beautiful. That's why you go and you enjoy it, you know, but you respect it and you leave it there for the next. You right. If everybody kept, kept
0: taking it. from it, yeah, then there would be it's nothing not be left. Either. Yeah yeah so, right. but laurel
1: so, yeah.
2: that's why you're laurel that's why you're a good person you know what i mean what? like you have cultural i mean humility. no but it's this is a thing i thought about this a lot it's called cultural humility
1: oh okay yeah right. well and i also think like being just being a citizen of the world and respecting other people's ideas and cultures and just honestly like just not being an asshole because somebody's coming behind <clears> you whether it be your children or the next tourist like somebody else deserves to see what you were able to see and for you not to fuck it up for everybody else like and yeah to be well, able to and experience the like, experience you're center remember, of the fucking universe you don't know, leave it alone well, and remember
2: yeah. how i told you except
0: diane no, so
2: remember how i told you that there was no written hawaiian language until mm-hmm. the missionaries came. so that meant that we had an oral tradition so that meant that our elders and everybody like took the responsibility of telling you about what came before you. Yeah. Like telling you about why you are so blessed and so special and so lucky
0: to be like living in the time that you are. Yeah.
2: It's Hawaii for fuck's sake. We have volcanoes.
0: And we're not afraid of them. You guys are not afraid of them. That's what's crazy.
2: It's the most beautiful gift. Like it is astoundingly, bafflingly beautiful. You know? And like I just like I I am so thankful for this opportunity to tell you guys about this because I am now part of that oral tradition. You You are?
0: Yeah, you are. Um so the native Hawaiian view and Correct me if I'm wrong uh, of taking such souvenirs is that it's tantamount to stealing from Pele when visiting her home
2: at her house,
0: at her house. Like who goes to somebody's house and then steals shit. Um, Only the return of the stolen stolen items appeases her wrath.
2: It doesn't appease her wrath. She's still pissed,
0: right? Like you still took it. I would be mad too. Back, but you're not invited back here like,
2: exactly you're not, yeah for sure
0: no. so we're gonna talk a little bit um about the opposite of that and like what other people might believe So some believe the curse is the invention of park rangers who became fed up with visitors making off with little bits of the island. Whether the curse has an ancient origin or a modern one, uh, many have come to respect it thanks to the cascade of bad luck that descends upon those who take volcanic keepsakes. So here's a typical story. Um, In spite of warnings... While we were that we read when we were on the big island, this couple says we picked up some pieces of volcanic rock at several road cuts on the south and southwestern part of the island. They go on to say that they were to be souvenirs for ourselves and our friends. Uh, We were on Hawaii in mid-December. Since we returned home, we've had a monstrous snowstorm, which ruined our family reunion here at Christmas. My sister and I had the first big fight of our lives and we're still not speaking to each other. Both my wife and I have had a terrible cold or flu since mid-January. And today, another big snowstorm has ruined the grand opening of my wife's new business. Well, enough is enough. We are returning to Pele, all of her rocks. Please entreat her to release us from her terrible spell.
2: It was her stuff to begin with.
0: (laughs) Right? Like, why? Like... I can't like, help, like, honestly, but it's like, ridiculous.
2: Your, like, can you imagine if I came to your house and I just like helped myself?
1: Seriously, yeah, want. you don't exactly though. That was kind of thinking about that earlier too. Like, you don't walk into somebody's house and take stuff, like, um, and then just be like, thanks, bye. <laughs> Like, Seriously, it's ridiculous. Up. There is something about this story, though, that and reminds it me so it much. If
2: I was an all powerful goddess, yeah, I'd fuck up your life, too.
1: Right? For real. But um, do you guys remember the Brady Bunch episode where they went and took the first yes Hawaii and then yes! they had all the bad luck like Emma? <laughs> it's probably it was Pele. Reminds me exactly of this. Like it was Pele. That's probably where they got the idea from. Even, uh, but, yeah. even if you don't believe in it, because I
2: know that you have listeners on your podcast that are skeptics, and mm-hmm. I, yeah. like I said I'm an academic. Like I'm here for all perspectives, right? Yeah. But even like don't steal something from somebody's house
0: (laughs) no and it shouldn't even like that it just should not be something that has to be said in general or on a podcast like just don't do it like why would you do that what if somebody stole from you like the idea but apparently
1: people do so I've been yeah. blessed enough to go to a lot of places. I've seen volcanoes erupt. I've been, Oh to my God. You hiked one, you big weirdo and kind of stuff, but you know, like I, I have, i been tempted to like pick up, you know, stuff like, of course, like everybody is but sure. Yeah. Just Don't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> a picture, leave it alone.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes, a picture, you know what you, your camera took a picture, your heart took a picture. You don't need to take right. the rock. Enjoy leave a thousand alone. percent.
1: Plus, <laughs> The funny thing is too, once you go home, you're going to lose that shit anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we're weird a thousand percent think about it again <laughs> right arizona has all kinds of
0: like gravel landscaping and they have those like red volcanic rock like it could be one of those just say you got it from hawaii impress your family and friends and not irritate pele <laughs> So I've saved the very best story for last. It's the one that amused me the most. And knowing you two, it probably will amuse you the most too. <laughs> so in this story, a tour bus operator was um, had arrived at the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park and warned his passengers not to take the rocks because it was bad luck and he didn't want bad luck on his bus. All right. Yep. So one of the tourists decided that as a paying customer, she could decide what to do or not to do. And she took a fucking rock. Yep. Now, when the other writers discovered what she had done, they all insisted that she get rid of the rock, but she refused. So the other passengers continued to nag the woman as the bus drove on. Until she finally gave in to the, quote, superstitious fools. And the bus driver stopped the bus, opened the doors, and the woman went to the front of the bus and threw the rock out of the open door, saying, are you all happy now? But as she threw the rock, it hit the edge of the bus door and ricocheted back, hitting her in the middle of the head and injuring her badly enough that the bus driver had to take her to the hospital.
2: Dude, Pele does not care. Pele does not care. She's like, you know why? Because fuck you, that's why.
1: Yeah. She doesn't care. (laughs) The funniest part of these stories is is like-
2: She is the creator and the destroyer.
0: Yeah. For sure.
2: Like, she exists on a different level than all of us. She's like, oh, you want to, like, make fun of me? How about go to the hospital? Yeah. Right?
1: Laura, what were you saying? Oh, just, I oh, am okay. <laughs> just relishing in our mutual Freudenschauer. <laughs> 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 like we're all yeah get her fucker out. Ah. yeah <laughs> I'm just so happy that you got but her come up and but like, like, like,
2: but but like Laura like this comes back to what I was trying to explain to you and I don't think that I did it very well because it's very hard to wrap up in a small package.
0: you really did but, though babe you really but did like,
2: but, like, but like Hawaiians like we're like... Of course, that happened to you. Yeah. Like, what the, the fuck did you expect that was going to happen? Like, it was, was my somebody...
0: favorite, favorite one. It was one of the first stories I you came across, I mean? and I was like,
2: and I just love how like we exist in both worlds, and I think that's like kind of why I love your podcast, Carrie, is because, you know, as an agnostic, I'm like, uh ah, you know, like, mm. yeah, like, literally, ask me about anything. I'm like.
0: Maybe, maybe you know, not. I don't know, yeah.
2: You know, but like I'm not stupid. Like like why
0: run the risk? A... Yeah.
2: Exactly. Like that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're on the side
0: of caution, yeah. For sure.
2: I mean, like Fuck around and find out, you know.
0: That is Laura's favorite, favorite. Yes, fuck no, around and find no, out. Sure. I will.
2: I, will um, I think we're about to wrap up, right? So I'll, I'll yeah. end with one story, if you are
0: willing. Sure. Wait. So, I okay. wait. Let me finish mine. I and I want to see what you think about my conclusion. Okay. Um. So even when not literally seen. Pele's power and presence is undeniable everywhere on Ho- the Hawaiian islands. Kilauea, Hawaii's most active volcano, is a constant reminder that the islands are living and breathing entities.
2: That could not have been any better, Carrie, bravo.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: So. So, in closing, just as another little, like, um, like, celebration of what a fucking incredible forest Pele is. Yes. So, when I was 10, I went to the Big Island, and there was a little church. And remember, I told you it was weird. Like, we talked about this off camera, but, like, yeah. Christianity and Hawaiian religion has, like, a weird relationship, right?
0: Sure, yeah. But there a
2: little Christian church. right on the edge like right like on the big island like it's this big plain and it's just like a little one room wooden
0: church you know what I mean like for sure
2: and so there are these things in Hawaiian religion called kapu sticks which are like they're like sticks and they have this, this like ball thing at the top but it like means like this is a sacred space, okay. and like, and like in front of royalty and stuff. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. It's like a marker of like something. I don't know, but the word is
0: reverence or something. Oh,
2: so, when the lava flow in the eighteen fifties was flowing towards this little church, um, the priest who is a Hawaiian mixed person. You sure, know, we're all mixed. You know what I mean? Right put two kapu sticks, and I made an offering to Pele in what's called a pu'olu. And so a pu'olu is like a, it's a gift, but it's like wrapped in tea leaves, and it's like kind of like a bundle. Okay. But because Hawaiians are so like poetical, it's not just a gift. It's like an intention, right? Okay. So he made a olu for pele with oh berries which are sacred to her yes he saw like everything she liked right and he put it into a package for her and he put the, the kaput sticks in front of the church and the lava flow splits like i saw this with my own eyes carrie it splits at the doorstep the lava flow splits the doorsteps and then comes back together right behind the church.
0: Right behind it. Laura, what?
1: Laura, I he, talk I to think me. I it's super cool. I mean, super... You could say like, super, that could just saying, be geology.
2: Like, that could religion, just be geology but, and, like, the yeah. slope of the land. But, like, looking at that as a kid, I was just like, she... Because she wants, because that's the thing about Pele. She wants to be recognized. She's a jealous, impetuous bitch. Well, for as long as. She wants to be recognized. So it's not that she's so ruthless. I mean, she is ruthless, right? But when you give her the respect she deserves, she will offer benevolence.
0: Yeah. Laura, I mean, what are your closing thoughts on Pele? Really cool. Hmm? What are your closing thoughts on Pele?
1: Who? Me? You. Yeah. yeah. Um, um I've always been really fascinated with it, especially it really started with my um, geology class and just learning about all the super cool formations and, you know, the processing and stuff like um and a lot of it is particular. There's a lot of stuff that's only found in Hawaii, so regardless if I think there's a curse or you know she's wandering around or you know per, like a god personified, but
0: she's standing right behind you, right? <laughs> Don't <laughs> look behind. Don't you. <laughs> look behind
1: you, right? But it's it's just beauty, and yeah. you should like have respect for the place in and of itself and appreciate it, you know? Yeah. It is so beautiful that you can't put it into words.
0: Yeah. And I think that could really translate to the entire world, right? Um, we're destroying this planet. We are leaving nothing but garbage for our children's children's children. Um, I don't think you have to go that far. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. So coin <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You and me and Aaron, uh, <laughs> we, are um, so just a, just a, a modicum of respect for everywhere we are. Like, you know, don't steal rocks from Hawaii. Don't be disrespectful. Appreciate how that state came to be not not becoming a state but that cluster of islands came to
2: be uh, we were by the way we were a sovereign monarchy and we're overthrown but that's for another podcast
0: i mean <laughs> it
1: is yes that's true that's true
0: um
1: but just like aren't you guys a- the appreciate. only state to have a union jack on our flag
2: Oh, don't get me excited. All right, okay. Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. Oh, but is that true?
2: We're gonna have to take this offline
0: because
2: I can tell you shit about that.
0: Is that true, though?
2: Don't carry. We don't have time.
0: (laughs) That's like Australia. Like, that's like Australia. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway guys that yeah. was it that was encounters with madame pele <laughs> ladies and gentlemen a big huge huge round of applause for erin k bailey thank you so much my love for really educating us this has been a fabulous episode um and uh, talk to us a little bit about you and what you're gonna be doing. Promote yourself, this is your opportunity. You are gonna be doing some cities on so, a little tour. So
2: what I want to say first and foremost is thank you so much for giving me this platform to share this with you. Um, I, this is who I am, like at my core, and like to have somebody be so generally interested, Um, I've been through some personal issues, that you guys know about in my life and I've really, you know, I've been through it lately and to have you guys as friends and as, um, um, compatriots, I don't know what the right word is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like just, it means more to me than I have the capacity to explain to you.
0: Always, always my love
2: that um also like i'm a big time baby dj so like look at the links and i'll send you mixes and
0: that's all i want to say yeah you are just in phoenix yes because laura was forgot um you are you are planning to go international with some of your shows yes
2: Yep. Yep. Just kind of secured my gig in the Ibiza next summer. So
1: nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so, mean, yeah. yes.
2: So I feel I feel very blessed. Um, it's been a long road, um, but I couldn't have done it without life friends like you, Carrie. Like honestly,
0: always. But I will not be um, surrounding your stage in aluminum foil again. You've got people to do that now. No, you will. I probably will. <laughs> Fucking probably will. Um. All right. Well, Laura, as always, let everybody know where they can
1: follow us if they, and they should, choose to do so. If you so choose, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at HOH Podcast. And... Furthermore, on the TikTok at h o a h Carrie and at h o a h co-host Laura. Yes,
0: uh, Laura does not actually put out TikTok content, but if you want to follow her for nothing, go right ahead.
2: Laura, well, I have no idea why
1: that was so hilarious. I, don't know. <laughs> I was like super funny. Um, yeah. If you like, if you like to follow. Us, like, <laughs> right it's my, phone. it's my
0: sexy phone voice is is this is her only fa- it's her only fans voice uh listen we're both unemployed we gotta make I'm money like, i gotta somehow. be super
1: serious now hold on okay look dude
2: i'm two weeks away from selling pictures on my feet
1: okay so- a thousand percent at least you're doing better than me you're two weeks away <laughs> <laughs> all right guys
0: We're going to go trade stories about how to do side hustles while unemployed. Uh, But to that end, Erin, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been really wonderful. Um, And you are familiar with the ending, right? Do you want to do Laura's part? No. No? Okay. Laura doesn't even want to do Laura's part. As always, stay safe out there because you never know who. Yeah, and watch
2: out for creepy dolls.
1: Or a Pele. Yeah, don't piss her off.
2: Yeah, don't, don't take Pele's shit and watch out for creepy dolls. Uh, this is EKP signing out. <laughs> Good night.
0: Good night. That's all we need. Bye, guys. See you next week. <laughs>